0: I realized today how much this t- is the book report of Boba Fett for me. You know, it, like yeah,
1: it is. It is.
0: If we were to actually have a different RSS feed for this show, that would be the title of the show: "Is the Book Report of Boba Fett."
1: Yeah. If we wouldn't get sued by Cliff Notes, I would have loved some sort of Cliff Notes pun. Um, but um, but yeah, the, you know the Cliff Notes version of uh, of it. But yeah, uh, it really is, isn't it? Like it is. I've
0: been calling this nerd planning when people are like ask me to explain what the show is.
1: Yeah, um, like, I've been struggling with that myself because I've been trying to explain that that like we're trying to we're trying to hit a middle ground, right? Where um, where we're call- we're doing some callouts, we're also doing some connection, right? where it's connecting to like outside of the star Wars universe. And I understand that uh, I understand that's not always all that popular, but I think for us, at least from the audience that we have, they may not be in full in the star Wars world. So, you know, for the folks that are like, you know, like just talk star Wars. Um, oh yeah. Oh dude. I get it. It's like not everyone's got a virgin to watch the show with and we're yeah.
0: offering that service to them to be like, Hey, yeah. we know you're busy being cool. And uh, in between your cigarettes, as you watch the show, we'll explain what's going yeah,
1: on. Totally. And, uh, and then, you know, but but I think that, you know, like I, I think there's some things in, in the episode we'll talk about today where there are some, you know, some sort of call outs. Right. And uh, it's a little bit like when people get upset, like hockey fans will get upset when the announcers start talking about other sports to try to talk about the people who aren't into hockey to try to draw them in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and maybe we're doing that, but I think uh, in, in in any rate, it is I think hopefully, an, we are striking a middle ground. But there's always a good way to let us know if we are striking that middle ground. That's what true. Although the do... deeper we go
0: into Star Wars, is like the less middle ground even interesting. <laughs>
1: true, true. So we do we we still do go deep, but one way to let us know is to rate and review. We always appreciate that. That's true. Even the negative reviews, yeah, um, I like because it's yeah. attention. Yeah, I like that too.
0: Yeah, so well, maybe like.
1: yeah, maybe I don't like. like it's it my it birthday
0: much, but... today, and if you left me a yeah. comment on my Facebook that was like, you know, unhappy birthday to you, you've been ho hum <laughs> to me all year. I'm like, you know, I'm still giving that a like. Let's do that. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Thanks for remembering. That's what it's about. Andy, this is the episode. Is this the way we're covering Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. Using our Mandalorian name. Yeah. Chapter three. Streets of Moy's Espa, which I believe yeah, yeah, yeah. is a Streets of Philadelphia reference.
1: I think That's so, or wasn't? No, it was like I immediately thought of uh, Streets of San Francisco. Wasn't that uh, the first Arnold Schwarzenegger um, show he appeared on? Was Streets of San Francisco? Uh, yeah, anyway. but we're
0: just clearly searching for jokes, both of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are. No Gene Hackman references, um, but other than that, <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, Streets of Mois the- Espa. <laughs> And it is directed by Robert Rodriguez. He's directed the first episode of this series, and he directed a couple episodes of Mandalorian. Uh, Generic question before we get too far into this. How far into the show were you before you realized, because it doesn't show you until the end that Robert Rodriguez was the director. How far into the episode do you realize, like, oh, this is a Robert Rodriguez
1: episode? Um, I think think the watermonger uh, take at the beginning, because I was like, okay, this is shot, like the tribute part, it's a shot just like the tribute part mm-hmm. and, and then I was like oh I'm like am I gonna get duped into thinking this is Robert Rodriguez again and I was like oh I'll wait till the end so
0: yeah I mean we're already gonna start immediately into the spoilers when Steven yeah. was there I was like that's a very Robert Rodriguez move yeah and then I was like okay sure and then there was like little action stuff that was very him and then when machete showed up I was like oh never mind
1: yeah, yeah. No, I mean There's like no how way. Could, Yeah, it's like uh, like Filoni Filoni is going to direct the Ahsoka episode, right? Uh, you know, if Trejo gets in you know first appearance, it makes big sense, right? So
0: yeah, which um they haven't officially said the character's name is Machete yet, but I'm gonna call him that because that's yeah, right, we can I'm totally like... we, yeah, it's your show. But you we know what? That. Let's start at the beginning of the episode. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, the well
1: end? we need we need to start, we need to we need to backfill because apparently Boba Fett needed some backfill. This seems like real 101 stuff that AD 8 D8 is covering. Uh, yeah, well
0: before we get even into the 8 D8, the opening shot has the Brainwalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Home is that spider droid, which yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And um, it was a return of the Jedi. I always it is. fascinating and weird. I never looked up what it was. Do you know what yep. it is? So
1: I do, and that's my role here. Uh, (laughs) How long ago
0: did you find out what this thing is and what it does? This is crazy and gross.
1: Okay, so my brother brother read the novelization of Return of the Jedi, and he made some comment about... These are
0: the virgins we need to explain the show.
1: (laughs) He made some comment about the the creepy spider that there were more of the creepy spiders that that freaks 3po out because we see so basically we, we talked about the gate the gate entrance um last time right so yeah. fennec is being in the night wind the captured nightwind individual we, we were nerding about that well in that scene is when we that's i think the only real um that's the only appearance we have of the Bomber monks uh at least in return of the jedi that i know um, but we've been getting teases of the Bomar Monks in all the trailers. Right. And we finally do see that um, sequence here. Right. And so the, the notion is that they believed that by separating their brain from the rest of their body and putting them and then using this this spider that to move bull, them around.
0: Yeah. When that red goo is in, their brain is yes. in there. Yeah, and they use that spider to just move them around because if they're yes. not attached to a body, they're not attached to more material things.
1: Yes, and so they've removed all of their attachments, and this is how their path to enlightenment. And so that that is at least my the backstory that I know from it. the The funny thing is, but in the
0: Super uh, Nintendo game, I would just blast them with the lightsaber and keep running. I yeah. don't know, it's killing innocent monks that are just <laughs> trying to achieve enlightenment.
1: Yeah, and and they're they. The the whole palace is their monastery, and so the backstory, my understanding is, is that the Jabba basically moved in and took it over, and he like left them there, uh, or allowed them to like remain there. So just as a quick aside, like um, there is a school of Buddhism. I believe it's Yogacara, and it is referred to as mind only. So every time I see one of these Bomar, <laughs> Bomar monks, I think of it as like somebody who took the Yogachara teachings, the mind only teaching way too far. Mm. Um, exactly.
0: <laughs> mind
1: only, man. But yeah, yeah. Then, then
0: 88 explained some things that I thought was already explained in the show somehow throughout this process.
1: Yeah, um, I think the we'll trailers a little bit. Yeah, yeah the trailers are how you how you got that but um but yeah or that's how i that's how i thought i got it
0: yeah so when jabba died the his land that he was watching over got separated between three families and bib fortuna took over the
1: there's some the revisionist sea. history though The 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 way that he, this is kind of okay so i don't know about you but when I was, we were growing up, we talked about how like, you know, in America, we don't mess with our history, but in other places that aren't as great as mm-hmm. America, they like write things out of their history. So I know that, what you're about to say, wait, let's go, let's finish the family thought. Okay, then okay. we'll
0: get onto that. I know exactly okay. what you're getting at. Okay. All right.
1: So let's, we'll pause that. All right. Yeah. So, so they
0: explained that the Trandosians took over the city center, which yes. those are the lizards that we saw in the previous episode. I was like, there's a lot of shots of Trandosians and no other species. I was just going to say, why. You,
1: you called it's it bad. out. That's the Ocean century. Yeah, because I made
0: that note last week where I was like, there's a reason yeah. they're showing only that, because they're watching over that. And then the Aqualish are doing the Workers' District. We get a little further in that in this episode, and the Contunians yeah. are looking over the Starport. That's explained that there's now sort of separated into different things, which mm-hmm. is why everyone's just watching Boba Fett, and his power isn't for real, but very much could be if he plays his cards right. And yes. then, of course, they mention what Andy's reaching, the Sail Barge Disaster.
1: Yes, the sail barge disaster. So, you know, uh, I think it's, it's worth noting here, right, especially with, um, with the, the idea of, you know, everybody checking out Boba and this whole idea of the litter um, and the, you know, and the prowess that one um, brings to this, right? The huts were, uh, uh, you know, even in Jabba's death, um uh, bib and others have rewritten history to the point where they're not going to seed anything that would be embarrassing and so the idea that jabba's sail barge the katana was was blown up by rebel forces would be it was a disaster it It would be an embarrassing thing yes
0: yeah nothing to do with his own behavior in any of this um which is great i love that they did that very fun Of course, Boba Fett was there for the sail barge disaster. He fell into the Sarlacc pit during that disaster. (laughs) So it was his own personal disaster as well. It kind of connected all of them together. But through all this, they realized that the mayor has no real power and he's kind of renting out the power to the different people. And that Bib Fortuna was paying out the mayor. Hence when the mayor showed up expecting to get paid, it was like, oh, are we just going to go with the same Bib Fortuna agreement? Or are you going to try to shake the waters up? And they're like, no, he's going to shake the waters up around this time. Gamorian guard comes in and goes hey someone's at the door they don't have an appointment they, like let them in and yeah. then enters luther peel who is steven root if you don't know steven root you do you just don't recognize the space because yes. he is a chameleon of a wonderful one of the best actors of our generation truly yes. is office space they took my stapler yes. all those milton things
1: milton in the red swing line stapler uh yeah, yeah no that that news was radio uh, love him yeah he's he um he was, was he was Jimmy James right in news radio yeah. um amazing and and if there's a series to kind of go back to i think news radio um the last time i went and and hit a few episodes it did hold up um but uh but yeah like see i had to double take because i was like oh man uh, that I Brooks, was doing that the
0: whole scene I was like yeah. this looks like him I'm like no oh it sounds like him no and then I was like no this is definitely him but his character is a watermonger so he mm-hmm. has water and he's saying that the local punks are stealing it and that the city is full of crime and yeah. how can he do this yeah exactly now that he's taken over things are going a little crazy out there and so Boba Fett's like well, what about this what is this street gang and it's like they're half machine half human which is yes. very interesting to us Star Wars people because For sure. that is also the same of like Luke had a robot hand. You know, Anakin yes. had a robot hand, which of course yes. means Darth had a robot. Everyone's got robot hands. I love it. I love
1: robot hands. <laughs> hey, Darth Maul, Darth Maul is half robot, right? You know, you can get cut yeah. in half and still make it in the universe. And uh, and it is interesting. Um, it is also kind of a, a, a sort of reverse callback to, I also like the fact that, that, they're so bored that they're modifying themselves with droid parts, right? Uh, I, th- I thought that was in, you know, like the youth of today, day, right? Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. The... <laughs> so, and um, just so but...
0: Andy can get the smile out of it, I had yeah. a song once upon a time that I would sing at cafes called <laughs> Hold My Robot Hand. <laughs> Specifically about Anakin. Um, but yeah, so he's like, so like, let's go check out these robot-handed people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes down the robot family, the people are like, hey, get out of our business. And he's like, I like your style, which is wonderful. <laughs> the, the former bounty hunter is like, You're way too aggressive. You need a job, kid. But um, they found out that the problem isn't that they're stealing the water yeah. as much as he's upcharging so much for the water, very much like what's happening in today's uh world,
1: where yeah. there's like an employment inflation. shortage, yeah. yeah, and
0: so there's also this crazy inflation and price gouging on the water, yeah. And Which he does mention earlier that it used to be an ocean planet and there's been a lot of problems with the climate. Now it's a desert planet, hence it's all dunes. And so now he's upselling the water for such a price people can't keep up with it because there's also a labor shortage. And so Boba Fett's like, no, they're going to pay less than what you're asking. um, Or you can get out of town. You can go to (laughs) Mos Eisley. Which if you remember, that's where Han Solo was hanging out to avoid Hutt's area. It is very much out of Hutt's place because it's like that is where the scum and villainy hang out and boom, the, he doesn't like the agreement, makes the agreement. A sight on scene, Boba Fett hires the street gang to be his gang. Now he's like, you guys are with us.
1: Well, I, I actually, a, no, no, I was just going to say what we've seen. So, you know, we're in modern or, you know, in modern day. So we're like, basically, um, I think we're 10 uh, BBY. So we're 10 years after mm-hmm. Battle, of, um, Battle of Yavin. Um, most Mos Iceland is actually like moderately respectable right uh, in in the world that we're now seeing because remember uh, the the cantina had been cleaned up when Dinjarin went in yeah and uh, and so when he bumps in in the gunslinger sure
0: they allow they allow robots in there now yeah so <laughs> like
1: so like a price gouging watermonger probably is not gonna find most Eisley as habitable as he apparently is finding most aspa. yeah so. well
0: I'm pretty sure the price gouging wouldn't stand
1: yeah as much yeah. he wouldn't be able no, to no. drive
0: as much but yeah he could still make his way it's not like he's it's not a death sentence yeah and so they go back to java's palace and now they're making it a thing where they show a wart the big yeah. frog almost every time they show java's palace to me it's like the mgm lion where it's like here's it the is. signature and he uh he ate a was it a womp rat and there was some other winged creature yeah like, like a, he ate a desert one thing
1: like a, like a sand bat Ate a womp rat and he ate both of them. And I thought that was, um, that there's always a bigger
0: fish handed.
1: Yes, yes, there is. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Qui (laughs) Gon. So that was a comic comedy gold, right? You know, if they want to do that as B Real, you know, like, uh, I'm good, I'm good for it. I'll get a laugh. Yeah,
0: no, I'm fine with that. It's great. They did it. And then they went to some flashbacks of Slave One that we saw in the last episode, a little bit before that. So there are some multiple layers of like if we were only doing this one episode we'd go explaining this stuff but we don't explain it every episode on the show in every episode yeah 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 which is so he's in his bantha tank and they show the Tusken Raiders tribe um, and they show that he's now on top of a bantha so you see where he's now no longer the guy being dragged by the rope but the guy who's on top of the bantha you can see that he has stepped up into his the top of the tribe and then it shows him sort of walk into the Moise Isley area. And there's a reference to Mandalorian. Yeah, Where they have the Stormtrooper helmets on the yes. staffs. And you're like, oh, cool. Because that's the part that sold me in the original um, yeah. trailer for the shows at all. And then, did you notice in the background? I didn't notice this. I read on Twitter. Yeah. So I had to go back.
1: Is no, no, I, I did. Mata, um, we Yeah, she's in the back with her yeah. pit droids, too. Yep, Amy
0: Sedaris. So, like, yeah. there's a full... Mandalorian reference of like look these worlds are existing at the same time at the same place yeah. here we go you know this very much from other parts of Star Wars and she's there with her pit droids and uh and then the I love they're setting they're setting up
1: basically they're setting up what we're going to see in, in chapter five of season one uh in the gunslinger right And uh, it's even it's even the tile, uh, the tile for the Gunslinger um, episode, if you look on on Disney Plus. Right. Ah. So. um, But yeah, so super, super cool to see the little Palimata thing to make sure, you know, we know we're in the sort of same universe. Um, That's really, to be honest, we don't. That's our big cue that we are in most nicely for what goes down in, in that part of the flashback.
0: Yeah, for sure. And they show that they're talking to the Pikes now. Yeah. And where the Pikes are like, hey. Uh, All we do is we're just protecting the outer rims and Boba's like, cool. You know what? Then I'll just take my money and I'll just, we'll just keep going on a business as usual. But the Pikes are like, we've already done this with other people. We can't just be paying everyone to do the same service because it's an intangible service. Really?
1: Yeah. And so you're, you're paying for access to land. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, like that does make sense. Right. That, uh, that, you know, Hey, we're not going to, although, you know, it would have been a lot easier if the Pikes would have just paid. But um, but that's not how it, it is. It would have
0: been, but that's not what I understand on their side yeah. He was like, no, you two figure out which one of you is going to do the protection and then yep. come back and then one of you pays us. We're not going to – we're not yeah. paying everybody. We'll pay one of you. Yeah. There's only one job out there to be done. We're not paying two people to do the same job.
1: Exactly. We're not going to get so double Bobo charged. on
0: his way. Yeah. <laughs> and I like this little way of like, oh, it's going to be me. I'll be back. And you're like, okay, well, you got to still talk to them first.
1: <laughs> I'll straighten this out basically is the is the gist of Boba's response here.
0: Yeah, which by the way, if you're trying to take over the place and be the mayor and control all three of these things, yeah, be the one to go sort it out. So then uh he notices the all the things in the the background. What is it? The the smoke.
1: Yeah, we get smoke on the horizon again.
0: We get smoke on the horizon and we find out that there's uh the Nick twos are at it.
1: Yeah, this is call, the calling card for us. I mean, so if we, if we were looking at, you know, like I know the flashbacks are not always popular with folks, but at least the flashbacks kind of have a have a rhythm to them. And so, you know, we know from when Boba had to go dig for Black Melons that, you know, the smoke on the horizon was a sign of the Swoop Bike Gang's attacks. Uh, and so now we're like, oh, you know, I actually, when we saw it and it was rather large, I thought, oh, he's just basically using that to track them down and then he's going to go, you know, bust heads. Um, But it was not what I was expecting. No,
0: heads were already previously busted. So he goes onto a scene where he sees all of his Tuscan
1: friends in the
0: city that he was going through the ranks of, destroyed and killed and burnt to the ground. And so now he does what they did previously in their last attack and he made a big cremation pile and he started throwing his own staffs and stuff in. And so it was like, oh, look, this is... This is really him shedding this part. So I don't even know if we're going to get many flashbacks past this at this point, because yes. the part we're flashing back to is now dead.
1: Well, um, the, you know, the loop is resolved here, right? Um, yeah. There's been a few. There's been a few things that we can tidy up, like you said. You know, we've been because of the flashbacks, we kind of go back over some of this material, um, and that's been one thing that I, I got a kind of a comment is that you know the flashback, the the way that we call things out in the flashbacks is you know we'll mm. we'll mention things kind of along the way. We didn't know, for the longest time, we didn't know, you know, we just made the comparison to the icon for the Assassin's Creed. Um, There were some theories out there with folks had looked at the, they'd stop motioned in Tashi Station to show the back of one of the Nick 2 Swoop Bike guys, and they said that it might be uh, the the skeleton that was on the back might be a desert bat or something along those lines, but we get the name from the pike that they'd already paid the Kinton Striders, and so nice. um, Kinton Striders are a piece in the Dejaric, um hollow uh, hollow chest or whatever you want to call it game, and and they are an actual creature, and that's the skeleton that's on the back of um, uh, the Swoop bike Gang, is. Nice this character and, and if you know once you see it uh, you'll it'll be it's the you know the hollow chest creatures it's the mm. the one that has the really big sort of orangutan arms um and so we know that we know that this was done by that gang now um and so at least we've got some notion of the pikes connected to them now so, exactly
0: so much of an enemy to... of my enemy is my friend yeah, and so there is that the connection to Aunt and Uncle Brew, yes, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew, and then there is also, of course, Anakin also destroying a camp yes. years before, and so he rides away on a Bantha, and then we go to Boba Fett sleeping, yeah, in his nice little bank the tank, and gets woken up by everyone's favorite Wookiee,
1: everyone's favorite Wookiee. Black chrysanthemum, he is not the he is he's not the wake up call that you want from front desk. Um, no, he is sure. not. Well, I mean <laughs> I've met some
0: people that do some crazy like haunted house stuff and that's probably what they would want. But like that's it, you know, like so full on fight. You go from sleep to fight. Watching yeah. a guy in morning in one scene in a flashback go to a, being thrown around like a rag doll. It does not look good.
1: No, it our, doesn't. It doesn't. And it is a benefit. jump it is a jump cut too. I mean, so we're, we're going yeah. from, cause you know, we, we've gotten a lot of, or I, you know, I hear a lot of folks say this is a slow burn. Uh, this was a bit of, you know, like this was a bit of a, a jump cut shock. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, in essence, uh, Blacker Santan is, is mopping up the throne room with um, poor Boba Fett. Um, oh yeah. With
0: all the bank the water for sure. And like, yeah. it was, I was really curious and then he got the, ga- the gas stick. Yes. Use it a little bit, and then his uh, youth gang, his biker gang, comes in, helps out a yeah. little bit. The Wookiee sees the Gamorrean guards, goes after the guards, um, and and then all of a sudden, when he punches one of them, you can see that he has those knuckles.
1: Yes. Yeah. So he there's definitely there's knuckles. a there's a there's a ton of stuff in this like in this sequence that is like kind of call, nice nice call outs. But yes, yeah, so the so the knuckles. So, so um, when, when we get introduced to Black K, um, uh, Boba makes a comment about gladiators and Durr, Um mm-hmm. And so the backstory for, for Santi is that he, he basically is an outcast Wookiee. There's a longer story, but I'll just I'll try to. We covered be, a decent chunk of it in the last yeah. episode. Yeah, I think we did. But he's, a, he's an outcast Wookiee, but he, he basically gets the um, Wolverine treatment, but on his hands. So um, when he is sold into the um, gladiator fighting uh, group or however you wanna call that, um, they actually put metal in his, uh, across his knuckles. And that was meant for one aspect. He has now apparently taken that and created his own brass knuckles that are now electrified. Um, and yep. so I guess there is some reference to him doing this in the comics, but it, this is the first exactly. time I really and we're now see- we're really
0: seeing that they're keeping yep. all of that true and they're showing yep. it. And so every punch is electrifying for that reason. It's not yes. just to make, make it look super comic booky, as much as like, no, he's yes. shocking these people with these punches. And then of course he ends up in the rancor pit, which is yes. the same as we saw in return to the Jedi. And I even saw a side by side of the doors and they yeah. made the, the door look the same. Well, He's in the Rancor pit that we now know is empty.
1: Yes, and, and him being a gladiator, and you know this mm-hmm. call out to this, I think it's kind of fitting that they trap him in a pit. Um, you know, as a as you know, kind of the the end here. Um, I also I also like Fennec um, letting the the mod street bike gang know that what the. Gamorrian guards know, which is stay away from there. Right, she tells them to stand <laughs> back. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, knowing that one of them going to ended up in there, uh, we get finally get the shot that we've been seeing in the trailers of Fennec pulling out that knife from the butt of her uh, sniper rifle, and then using that to sort of be the final, uh, final push of Black Santi into uh, into the pit. There, which is some- cool. I like
0: using the pit as a prison.
1: Yes, I was just going to say, so it's kind of interesting to see it flip right now where the emptiness of that pit now becomes a benefit. Um, I thought that was interesting. In the, in the fight, um, I, th- I think, I'm trying to remember who it was. It may have been heavy spoilers, um, but you can. But it, this is so obvious that I think a lot of our listeners and, and viewers will see it. Boba is reaching for his uh, man bracers and you can see that what is on on his uh his rocket mod you can see with enough detail that it looks like his rocket has whistling birds so yeah call which out. it did in the
0: mandalorian yeah and like that's a, just true to his armor in general but yeah we got to actually see a close-up of it which we haven't seen in use in this series we saw yeah just... so
1: we haven't seen boba that we you know like uh, outside of the folks that have looked at you know the visual guides uh i don't know that a lot of folks would have seen that it's kind of like the knee arts, right um, you know, we saw those in action in the tragedy in season two, Mandalorian. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And then, uh, and then the fact that you know his his tried and true weapon to try to defend himself ends up being the gaffy stick that we've now seen him crafting. I thought was interesting. And yep. then the the only thing that got me in this fight sequence is uh, it's the Bane Batman back cr- or back crack. Uh, you know, they you know, we watch with you know, mm-hmm. for those listening that don't know this already, we watch with the su- subtitles on to make sure we catch everything. And it, it, bones cracking multiple times comes across, right? And the fact that Boba it sounds more
0: like knuckles cracking, if we're going to be honest.
1: Yeah, but, but, but when you see the after fight, you know, Boba is a lot better off than I imagined. After this fight sequence, um, so I thought yeah. that was kind of strange. Given that yeah, the Gamorian
0: guard like... got the worst of it, which he then yep. offered his uh, bank the tank to the Gamorian yep. guard, which was I was like, "Ooh, look at that!" Yeah, as a yeah. save the cat moment, as a yeah. As they is. say in script writing, where like you do something really nice, so everyone who's watching goes, "This is a good person."
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: We got that moment out of them and that, and then we went to this uh this feast, this gross looking feast.
1: Yeah. The one of the the creature that's featured in there is a creature that that we see Is it a Mosif? Um no it's not it, uh, it's not you're thinking ma- uh, massive which is yeah, it, massive. It, so that would actually explain why Boba seemed not interested in the food right cuz you know but um no i can't is remember the vegan name. Yeah he's a, he's a vegan yeah he doesn't do that he doesn't dig on massifs right he he doesn't you know he eats other meat but not massive um, no i can't remember the name of the species but it's um, it's an animal that um, that in Salukami and in, in Bad Batch, uh, when we see um, Cut, uh, what's his name? Cut Larue, Cut Larue's family is like makes one of these for the Bad Batch. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it is kind of an interesting little kind of connection back to the animated series. Nice.
0: And uh, then the
1: the twins show up.
0: Yes, we get we get Jabba's uh, twin cousins show up again, and apologize. I don't think I've ever seen a hut apologize ever, but I also think they're doing something behind the back. I think they're. I don't yeah. think the apology is for real. I think that they're setting up something for a future episode because they say, hey, we're going to get off this planet. We're sorry we messed with your stuff. And yeah. I'm like, no, they want this palace. They just want him to leave too because they also mentioned that they're like, we suggest you leave as well. They yeah. knew that they had sent the Wookiee to kill him and that he didn't get killed but I didn't know how they knew that the Wookiee was now a prisoner in there.
1: Yeah, I, Cause, I
0: think cause maybe they could have shown up to be like, oh, if if Sandy shows up, if yeah, I can't that's, a, door, that's exactly where made. that's exactly
1: where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because exactly. it's it's they, they've packed a bag. Right. Like they've got they've got their Trojan Rancor. Right. And so yeah, exactly because they have
0: the gift of the Rancor to give him. <laughs> but the Rancor was on the other side of the hill. So yeah. if there was no reason to give the gift, they're like, oh, send it away. Cool.
1: No, no, no. It's because... like that's the first piece of furniture you move in if they're taking over, right? And oh that's uh, true. That's funny. Yeah. So I think that that we're not giving we're not giving the twins enough credit, right? We're just like, yeah. we're just gonna show up. If boba shows up, we'll be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um and <laughs> and and if it's not, uh, you know, and it's black K, then we just roll in and take over, right? It's really funny. It's like Somebody shows up to your
0: house holding a TV and they thought you'd be dead. They're like, oh, I uh, brought you yeah. this TV. Like, oh, I need your TV. I'll take it. But thanks. yeah,
1: I happen to have a bag in the car. No reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're there. There's a rank when they first show up. I was like, oh, they're going to give me a rancor. And there was no rancor. And I was like, can't hide that. And then, of course, it comes over the hill yeah. and machetes the rancor keeper. So yeah. A trejo in there. I, which I noticed him before he even had a line. I was like, yeah. that's Danny Trejo. Look at that. Yeah. He got a little extra roll. And then he started speaking. And I was like, ah, oh, no, he's just featured in this. But it's cool that he got a rancor. We still no word on if it's mochi, the rancor from the
1: No, it's for sure not Mo. I don't I mean I don't think it's Mochi. Um because uh I mean if, if we're believing if we're believing the story um yeah. about about why the eyes were, were um or yeah the so blinders did, on. yeah
0: so he had the blinders on because the first thing he sees he's going to bond and connect with yeah
1: and mochi had already had the blinders mm-hmm. off so you know i mean it's not like you know i think much like think a the, college
0: freshman you know like the first yes. thing they make eye contact with they're in they're in, in love forever
1: <laughs> i i do think though like it's funny that we're with it like we bought into like story time from danny trejo so easily right where you know like it's kind of like your, your crazy uncle telling you stories about, you know, this thing that's going to kill you, but he's like, oh, they're very emotional creatures, right? And so, um, for sure, the, the thing that I think is interesting here, right, or, or maybe this is just me elevating the huts. Um, we've got, like, the Trojan Rancor, right? So, uh, so, like, Boba, with the glee of a small child in Taboka City, is like, oh, my gosh, let's quick, let's feed it a Ranta, and I want to learn to ride it uh yeah and and which this could i be really
0: thought thing um, is gonna kill him <laughs> i thought the same thing i was like and the music does not leave you settled you don't have this feeling like oh this yeah. is a pet you're like no this is gonna turn on you everyone yeah. i think, I think they're definitely trying to give you the emotions of like don't trust this despite the fact that danny treo was like oh no they're very loving and you're like yeah, yeah right which i when i first showed the rank where i was like oh are they just gonna feed uh, Black K to the Rancor, but no, yeah. they Black K free. Yeah. Because, like, the Hutch are like, we don't need him. He's yours now. And he's like, well, no, I'm going to set him free. He's his own Wookiee. Yeah. And I thought that was immediately going to become life debt. Yeah. Much like Chewbacca was with Han Solo forever afterwards, like, you saved my life. Yeah. Boba Fett has now saved his life from whatever enslavement he could have given this Wookiee. And so I do expect him to show back up with the idea of life debt.
1: I was wrong about the Cobb Vanth Coming back in and helping out The Mandalorian but I do think that I had a, I had a moment for that too right Which is like you know here Boba Fett you know like or I should say We keep seeing Boba Do the good thing and not Like the, the merciless Cutthroat He keeps
0: saving the cat
1: yes. and, and we knew and, him as
0: a character that would kill the cat
1: And I was just going to say I think that Really really chafed a lot of people is that he keeps doing this. Right. And so, so I thought, okay, one of these times we're going to get a big payoff and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's that, that um, Santi is going to, going to basically pair up with him. Um, But I do think, I do think this is not the last time that we'll see him. Um, Oh,
0: not at all. There's no way. There's no way. I mean, like, it's a good resolution to the arc. Right. Yeah. I'll send you some credits if I'm wrong or something, you know,
1: like, (laughs) but, um, Uh, but but then, well, look, I, uh, you, so we talked a little bit about swear words, right? And uh, I loved uh, Boba's advice to Black A uh, Parting, right? Don't work mm-hmm. for scug, don't work for scug holes. Uh, yes. I thought
0: that was,
1: I thought that was an Aaron uh, that would be a line that Aaron <laughs> would like.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he said that, I was like, "Hey, I'm a scug hole. <laughs> what is this? I, I've been safe this whole time, and now all of a sudden they're attacking me." Um, when he does eventually take the blinders off the rancor, yeah. there is like, a, you know, both it's definitely like, I want to write it. Yeah. I've written things hundred times this size, which is a reference to the holiday special. It is. Where they show him writing a mythosaur.
1: Yeah. That I don't know looks like that's a, a
0: huge dragon.
1: Go yeah. Ahead. I don't know. That's a mythosaur, but it is a giant beast. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that they ever, cause they're on a different planet. That's not Mandalore. Um, So I don't know that we know the species of that thing, right? I'm sure it's on Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. but I don't know it. Um, But yeah, you're right. Like that him saying I've ridden something 10 times the size of this definitely is a callback to Boba Fett's first appearance in the animated part of uh, the holiday special. I thought that was cool. It's also this callback too that, you know, Mandalorians just in general, like to ride things. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: Yeah, which is a weird, weird thing. Every time (laughs) I see any creature, they're like, can I ride it? You're like, okay, we gotta ride everything.
1: <laughs> and and you know, the thing that I'm really hoping for. Now I don't I know we don't make a lot of prognostications and things, but with all the people digging on Boba and giving him a hard time for not showing up with a litter, how awesome is it when he rolls into the Trans ocean quarter riding a Rancor and just ripping through the streets of Mos Espa? Uh, I really look forward to hopefully seeing something like that.
0: Well, that's just I I'm always like, is that an action figure? I would like <laughs> a Boba Fett riding a Rancor action figure. That just sounds fun. It does. I don't even know where you'd put um, the saddle on the, such a thing. I yeah. mean, Mandalorian what, seemed to know, but I don't what, know.
1: He he would not be the he would not be the first clone though to ride one, right? I think that's the funny thing. Some people have been pointing out that uh, yeah. omega technically his sister rode mochi into town uh after they had got mochi back in, in season one of bad batch so uh it's a, you know maybe it's a fat thing for sure okay oh, and then at the
0: end when uh, he leaves where the rancor is yeah Danny Jeho does talk to the rancor and like oh he'll be back which makes you think like oh like they're conspiring against him
1: totally right it was very yeah. much the rancor handler version of sleep lightly bounty hunter right so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I love Trejo in this in this role like he fits 100% in the, the whole palace. Um, so I, I thought it was great when when he rolled up. Couldn't have been oh, happier. Yeah,
0: for sure. And now we get to the part where there's a, a Vespa chase. Yeah, did I miss a dank ferret in there? I didn't write down dank ferret somewhere in this episode. They say dank ferret, which is our favorite swear word. From it is, uh, it is. and that's
1: probably where I, probably where I was calling back. I was trying to thank you for thank you for because uh, I was like, oh, I got a window for Scughole. We'll come back. Um, we hear Boba make some sort of uh, just a dank reference to uh, one of the street gang before he hires the mods, uh, the mods in their space vespas to be his part of his crew. So he makes a dank, and then we do get a full blown dank ferric from uh, Fennec in the season that, or, or in this, the scenes that we're about to talk about.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And so they go into Moise Espa to confront the, the mayor.
1: Yeah, uh, Mock and the mayor. Yeah.
0: And the mayor's weird little Mari Domo guy it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, he's so booked up. We can't possibly, but we'll find a reason for you. And I knew as soon as he entered through the other door, because, you know, she showed her gun. Yeah. He locked the door behind him, which, of course, everybody would if they had a gun uh, yeah. threatened.
1: Yeah.
0: But when they it's opened normal, the door Normal up,
1: reaction, right?
0: Yeah. There is no mayor. And that man is now left. And he is now in a vehicle. And he's chasing away.
1: And that's where we get our dang ferrick, right? Because that is exactly yeah. what you should say when you're in that situation.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, now we have to have a chase through the streets. Yeah. And the chase of the streets, it does remind me a ton of Back to the Future. Yes. Where they would chase Biff around that little town square, <laughs> which I will throw out the producer of this TV show is Kathleen Kennedy, who produced the Back to the Future movies as well.
1: Okay.
0: Nice. Um, she produced a lot of things with Lucas and um, and Spielberg. So her name is on a trillion things. Whether she's actually involved in this, she's such a big name in yeah. Hollywood. She might not even be involved with it any more than just like signing a check. But they are referencing her own work within her own work. Cause I do think that that at the very end, when they go to the side and do the big skid and then the Vespas make the skid at the same time, yeah. looks it's just too much of a direct thing for me. Not to think it's a reference throughout the chase. We did see that somebody had a painting of Jabba the Hutt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, did it you get It was concept see, art. Yeah. Did you get to see the, the full version of this? Um, but yeah, so there was a, yeah. there's a painting. Somebody's somebody's moving a painting of Jabba. Uh, it's concept art from Ralph McQuarrie. I didn't know that part uh, until I think um, I don't know if it was. I think that might have been Ryan Airy mentioned that. Um, but it's it,
0: video yet. But I saw a tweet. No, yeah, I was like, yeah. Totally.
1: And, the, and the it's the interesting thing though is is that it is uh, it is kind of the three domios uh, I believe in succession. I, I believe it is it's. Um, so, so Luke is in it in the picture, or, or I should say, like in the concept art. He's not in the picture yeah. they run through, um, and then it's it's Jabba, um, Bib, and then alongside Bib is um, Boba Fett. So Boba <laughs> Fett is in the picture. Uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting little nod, right? That's cool. But it, but it is funny to me, right? When you have a a beloved despot like, Boba, like, um, like Jabba Hut uh it's hard for people to let go of those things when there's a new daimyo in town and so i thought that was kind of an interesting little like you know somebody's letting go of it but they go the scooter gang goes through that right um these yeah scooters, very peewee herman yes and these scooters are like full blown they look like uh space vespas um you know like the very much like kind of a mod uh kind of a mod scooter punk kind of a feel here very much
0: the rear view mirrors are very important to them but not enough to yes. make one big one they have no, they have no. 18 tiny ones all over them <laughs> all over yeah just to give them a little mad maxy look um as much as it's going through the streets and we're seeing a lot of little things nothing really stood out to me as being like this giant great easter egg you know we got some no, no. we had yeah. some of the Pitroids, which those are interesting because it's more prequel stuff and yep. i like to see them sort of throw in that that's very much canon and referenced on all this too
1: yeah there's the two bits in the rickshaw the rickshaw droid is the same kind of rickshaw droid that took around um that took around uh Anakin and Padme um I will say that the speeder um the speeder that the major domo is driving in has super 64 Pontiac Bonneville vibes um and which is a very uh,
0: Robert Rodriguez choice
1: it, I was just going to say, so the, the classic, you know, like those speeders, there's a lot of things where they're playing around with the classic vibes. And then um, it looks an awful lot from a shape perspective, like the one that uh, Han Solo lifts in the movie Solo. And um, so that, you know, it's, you can kind of tell that it's, um, it's, you know, it's slightly different than what we would normally see. Like um, the one that, that Luke's speeder that, you know, we would think of as being kind of a Tatooine thing.
0: Yeah. When we got to this port, I was just like, Oh, this is, so Robert Rodriguez is it's sarcastic yeah. Yeah. is that we have the the car chase scene with the motorcycle cheap chasing like an mariachi sort of vibe along with like followed from a scene where we have Danny Trejo talking to a rancor and I was like okay all right we get it you don't even to say your name on this and then of course uh when he does get caught he says that uh the mayor has left with the pikes they're all yeah. in bed with each other politically and then the credits roll, and I was like, ah, oh, we just got started, but it's a short episode. Yeah. And so, like, there's there's the end of it all, and then it said, Robert Rodriguez, know it? Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, yes it is. Um, I think I covered everything in this episode, Andy. Did you, did we miss anything?
1: I mean, there's some, like, little things that, like, you know, like, a Rebels fan might be, um, might- might have appreciated the fact that the instead of instead of you know the, that that chase the, scene, the melons that drop on uh the drop on the major domo, I think, are the same melons from that you see all over in Star Wars Rebels, the animated oh, series. Oh, they space um, melons, yeah, there's some sort of space melon from uh I don't know if they're indigenous to Lothal or whatever, but um, but yeah, so there's like you know little things that you know are in there that we have kind of expect, um, you know, whether or not. They're worth, you know, everybody kind of like knowing about and calling out, you know, like, well, you know, we get some stuff that just has it, it like they weave it in. And I think that's kind of the nice thing. Right. Yeah. So you know, um, Machete talks about uh, the witches of Dathomir riding Rancor. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for folks that have watched the animated Clone Wars and um, and such, they're going to know a little bit of those things, but they, they, mm-hmm. they don't distract. Right. So I think there's a little bit of a balance that they're getting. um And and I think that's good. Yeah, they're not spending a lot of time when they're referencing something to stop and point it out. Yeah, they are expecting
0: us to watch these things multiple times. I think so. And I like that. Um, What did you think of the episode overall?
1: You know, like uh, the now, I know how hard it would have been to have to do the chase scene. I feel like the chase scene was was like done at like like three quarters speed. For some reason, the the space vespa's felt slow um and so there was a little bit of a camp like that added to me a bit of a campiness to it that or it was way more campy i think um as a result of the the speed of that and then just kind of um that aspect where i kind of wanted the major domo chase to be a bit more sort of sinister getting caught kind of a deal Um, and so that's my only or that and then like my sheer disbelief that like Boba Fett was like able to like get up, uh, after the black Cassandra. Um, yeah,
0: they made him not even look hurt once later. Yeah. Um, You know, by the time they're feasting, there's not like any like scar that's going to carry through or anything. But so, so there's a little complicated.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, so those kind of, those, those aspects kind of pulled me out a bit more than, in that, and I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I haven't been, I've been good with everything so far. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that we are now set in a good spot. Um, Yeah. We have some closure. And so um, we have some closure with, with the way, the way things ended up as far as the Sea Tuscan tribe. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to Split in where we're only getting um, We're only getting the flashbacks When they're um, They're going to give us some other bits I, I wonder know if we're they're getting back them.
0: at all anymore Now that like that Now that the tribe is dead I'm like oh I wonder if we're going to get it Or if that's just we're going to get out of order I don't know I don't We're going to get go other. With it
1: well, I'm, you've, you've won me over that there are going to be flat. Like once you start, you know, if you use flashbacks. The, Post
0: tribe, there could be some flashbacks that explain yes. where he goes from there. Yeah.
1: Copy. Okay. So anyway, I'm just like, I'm just, you know, I was telling you like, oh no, it's just a device to get to you know, the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I'm hopeful now of like where we're headed. Like, I think we have an idea of who, who our antagonists are and the pikes, um, and, and that's enough for me, by the way. I just want to say that as an aside. Because there's a lot of chatter about all these people who are like, I want this person and that person. I yeah. want these big names. And I, I think that, I think we have enough. <laughs> I don't think we need any other big reach. So, um, so although uh, I would give this maybe a seven and a half warts. Uh, nice. Uh, it's the lowest of mine. Um, I feel like I've given every episode a seven. Are you okay? Have you? I was gonna say I've given like eights and nines. Um, I but I'm I I think I'm like I'm the residual now of the of you know where where we left in chapter one and two is like starting to hit me.
0: Like I don't think feel like we've had a nine. Um, it's all been sevens, this one included. Where I go, yes, good. I'm very excited by these reveals, but I'm not feeling the payoff of the reveals yet. I'm just getting more and more reveals. Like even when I got to see the Wookiee fight and then he was gone already, I was like, I thought I was going to get a Wookiee chock full episode here. And so like, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of lead ins that make me want to watch the next episode, but I'm not getting those payoffs. I know I have a rancor in the next episode. Can I, can I get some fun with this rancor? Is it going to be fun and exciting? Or is it not? You know, like I have no idea. I, you know, I
1: I expected Black K to be, to, to show up, to look mean and then to mm-hmm. beat up somebody and then to be gone, and and part of that is he's he fills the the scary bad looking guy. That is what Boba Fett was in the original trilogy, right? Yeah, and for so,
0: sure. Yeah, and then going to come back around, and I'm yeah. I, I wanted to see more of, of that. Oh yeah, I, I, I but I didn't. You know, we got one scene of it, which I but looking back at Star Wars, that's all they really gave you for whole movies of stuff, and so you're like, okay, that's what I get. I'm getting greedy. Yeah, so I would give it a. Seven overpriced waters out of ten. <laughs>
1: Seven red staplers. Yeah, uh. which now that means at
0: Disneyland, they're going to sell those bottles of water for so much. And they're like, see, it's like the theme.
1: Yeah, they're just like, we're just water mongers. Don't blame us. It's the yeah, water exactly. taxes. And you're like, oh, 30,000 credits though?
0: And then hopefully a Boba Fett will walk past and be like, sell it to him for $7. And you're like, that's yeah. still too much, but he's like, better than 25 and you're like yeah i get it but you guys suck i
1: hope boba fett does that
0: at galaxy's uh galaxy's edge yeah like i hope that. galaxy's edge is raising their water prices so they can be in theme for water mongering
1: yes no That's- no just so that boba fett can show up and tell i wish that boba fett would show up oh yeah yeah his whole every job every vendor. show up
0: in costume and yeah just like hey
1: <laughs> sell it to him we're for gonna life. settle with this we'll yeah. put
0: you over a <laughs> mansion they're like oh i wouldn't want that
1: that would be an amazing fan film where Boba Fett just shows up at car dealerships and tells them to sell it to him for less. <laughs> Put it yeah, out car there. <laughs> hey, your, so. space, your space Vespas are overpriced. Sell it to them for 500 <laughs>
0: All right, but I'm going to sell them 25 rear view mirrors. That's fine. That's
1: fine. <laughs> that's how it comes stock. Yeah, oh, that's how yeah. they make the money back. <laughs>
0: you know, I make all my money in these rear view mirror sales.
1: All right, Andy, <laughs> is this the way? According to my rearview mirror, too, it is. <laughs>